Welcome to the Design of Communication podcast. I'm your host, Gemma Keeling, and this podcast is about how you can become a confident communicator as a design, tech, or creative professional. Sharing career strategies, language tips and insights, and communication techniques to become a powerful communicator and excel in your career and reach a new level of confidence in English. What are they saying? What are all of these buzzwords and technical jargon and why is everyone using them? If you are working with global teams, you have probably heard words like synergy, customer journey, and alignment being thrown around and used all the time. Whether you are new to your job or you have been in the industry for many years, there are new words being used that are fashionable and trendy. They are known as buzzwords. Buzzwords can leave us feeling confused. Buzzwords are used within business or specific contexts, and they just seem to catch on. They become very popular. And a buzzword can be a word or a phrase, and they can be new words or they can be already existing in specific industries or areas. And they become popular for a period of time. I've spoken before about how words can be added into the English language. And not only are they added to the English dictionary, some words become very popular, which means they're used very frequently. Sometimes there isn't an explanation for why that happens. It just kind of happens that one moment everyone seemed to be using these words. There can be specific events or situations that happen. So when you think about the pandemic, people were working at home, new vocabulary, new situations were happening for us, which meant new words were created. But buzzwords typically come from technical terms, but their meanings might be slightly changed and altered, and they become mainstream and more widely used. Sometimes people might use buzzwords intentionally to impress others and they have no idea what they really mean, which is one reason why buzzwords are disliked and sometimes hated by people. Sometimes they are adapted from one industry, so take the tech industry, the design industry, or medicine, and then they're used in a different one. And even though they are buzzwords, they're called buzzwords, they can be a phrase. And I know when I first started following one of my business mentors, who is from the United States, and as you know, I'm from England, she kept using a particular phrase. And I had heard it before, but not that frequently. It isn't popular in the UK to say this particular phrase. And she kept using this phrase and I joined some different groups 
and a live co-working session where people who had similar businesses to me were working and just discussing their life. And it's pretty cool to be a part of groups like that. And they were all using this phrase. And this is happening in all industries and particular niches, and especially in design and tech. It might start as a technical word that has very specific contextual meaning, and then it becomes really popular and it's used in marketing, business, and all walks of life. I will go into what that phrase was a little bit later on the episode, as well as some other buzzwords, but I'm sharing this because I felt a little bit left out. When I was in that situation, I'm a native English speaker, And I was in a group where they were using language I didn't understand, or at least not 100%. And yes, I could work it out from the context, but I had to pause and really think about it at times. It's almost like there are cool kids at school who have their own words and their own language, and I didn't know exactly what they were talking about. And I know I'm not alone in this because I speak to many clients and many of them are non-native English speakers and they say, I understand around 90% of what my colleagues say. Maybe it's more or maybe it's less for you. And even if English is your first language, like my own, we don't understand 100% of everything that someone is saying. And that could be because of their choice of vocabulary, their accent, whatever reason it might be. So my clients might tell me, I understand 90% of my colleagues or most of the time when someone is speaking in English, but I am too embarrassed to pause and ask. And it could be to stop the meeting and ask, what do you mean by that word? And I get it. Sometimes it's just not appropriate to ask or you don't want to stop the flow. And it's not always possible to ask what is that vocabulary word. You have a 10 minute daily and you can't keep pausing because of your questions about English. Actually, one of my students recently shared with me that they have a new junior designer in their company. And their new designer had to present their ideas to a team in English. And they were being asked questions about the project. They had just started this project. It was new for the team. And because they were new, they put this new de- the new designers to take a look at this project. So they were being asked questions about this project. But a combination of being new, but also very nervous... And adding on top of that, they didn't have a high level of English. And it didn't end in the best way for them. And it's because they didn't say, can you repeat that? I don't quite understand what you mean. Can you explain it in another way? Forgive me, I'm not sure exactly what you mean by this. Could you clarify? Now, because of this, because they didn't speak up or they didn't ask for any clarification or help, they ended up answering the wrong questions, which usually that's no problem. 
And that could be because you don't understand, but they kept saying, yes, yes, I understand. I will do that. No problem. Yeah, I've got it. But actually they were very confused and that made them look even worse. And it was bad, bad to the point that they might not be able to continue working on the team and they might lose their job. And when I hear stories like that, my heart sinks. This is a major reason why I do what I do. And I share these resources and I've created the design of communication to help you and guide you. My mission is to support you so that you feel authentic and you have the confidence to be like, look, I don't understand that. Or you have the tools, the vocabulary, the understanding and the trust in yourself to prepare and show up in your life and your career and use English in a way that comes just as natural to you as it does to your first language. Because I know how frustrating it is when you cannot express yourself and you feel terrible about it. That can happen when you're a native fluent English speaker or when you're just starting out on your journey in your career and with the language. So it's important to know that what I'm sharing with you, especially today in this episode, is not for you to memorize random vocabulary words and use them in your language. But I'm going to be sharing a definition in the hope that you can understand the different usages. And I want to add, if you don't understand, because I'm only sharing a small amount of these with you today, If any of these buzzwords are used or any technical jargon, it's okay to speak up. Right, let's get into the episode. I'm going to share different buzzwords, what they mean and how to use them. So a bit of a background around them. And like I said, clarity in your communication is essential and using buzzwords and technical language is not always the best approach. Clarity in your communication is essential. So if you want to speak authentically with confidence, then feel free to get in touch. With this episode, I'm also sharing a free guide, which you can use to follow along as you listen and have it as a resource to always come back to. And you can listen at the same time. And I'm sharing different buzzwords and technical jargon within that guide. To download the free guide, you can find the link in the episode description of where you listen to your podcasts. So the first buzzword is deliverable. Now you might have stakeholders and clients requesting deliverables. A deliverable could be a milestone, a request or a thing that you are able to provide during the product development process. Deliverable can be a noun and an adjective. And as an adjective, it means able to be delivered. So that might be goods that are in the state of being able to be delivered. That particular item is deliverable. A deliverable can also be a product or a service. And as a noun, it means something that can be provided as the product of development, which is the most 
likely time you will hear it used, especially as a design or tech professional. So you could have external or internal deliverables for a particular project. And it could simply be the results of a project or the processes in the project. So the first buzzword is deliverable. The next buzzword I'm sharing was the buzzword or phrase that I heard being used by my mentor and many American friends and acquaintances. And that's move the needle forward. I kept hearing them say, this is the one thing that will move the needle forward. And the meaning is to cause a noticeable change, to have a big impact or set yourself or something apart. This is the number one thing that will set you apart as a business owner. But they would say, this is the number one thing that will move the needle forward. And moving the needle is to make a significant difference. And I know for some people, they really hate the use of buzzwords. There are some buzzwords that I particularly dislike, and there's a few reasons. The main reason why they are disliked, we've moved the needle forward, is it's not something that's literal, it can be very confusing, and clarity is key. But with the next one I'm sharing, I don't like it. And I don't think there's a big reason behind it other than that it is just so overused. It's very popular with people that it kind of becomes annoying. People are overusing it and they're using it without really understanding the meaning. And that buzzword is synergy. Synergy comes from the Greek words meaning working together. So it's used to talk about things or people coming together to produce something great. Like this is going to create great synergy or you have the right support, cooperation and synergy to achieve the project goals. And now I get messages quite often from people and different companies particularly saying, I think we would have great synergy. And a simpler way to say would be, I think it would be great to work together. Now let's move on to number four. And this one is holistic. Holistic means dealing with or treating the whole of something and not just part of it. Holistic can be used in different fields. For example, you can have holistic medicine, So holistic medicine is to treat all of the patient instead of just one part. So instead of treating the leg, working holistically aims at treating the whole problem than just one area. In design and tech, you've heard it most likely with approach. Let's take a holistic approach. I think we should take a more holistic approach to this project. We might take a holistic approach to our user research to get an understanding of the bigger picture of everything that's happening. Okay, sticking with the design and tech-related terms especially, the next and the fifth buzzword is ideation. Ideation. Ideation, I know, can be a word that some of my students struggle to pronounce, but they use it all the time. 
An ideation is the formation of ideas or concepts. It's a time to generate ideas, idea generation. There are many brainstorming techniques that can help structure your ideation sessions. So we have product ideation. That's a time and space to come up with ideas and concepts. Let's get right into the sixth one. And one that most people either hate or love. It's a love-hate buzzword. And that is ping. Ping means to get in touch with or to send a reminder to a person. And that can be through any mode of communication. Sometimes a buzzword like move the needle forward isn't the clearest way to explain what you're trying to say. But with a word like ping, I think it's liked so much because it's just so easy and quick to the point. At the end of the meeting, you might say, ping me. It's very direct and easier than saying, reach out or send me a message. Contact me. The design team should ping marketing to set up the meeting next week. So ping could be a text message, a Slack. It could be an email, really any kind of communication. The next two I'm sharing are not buzzwords, but buzz phrases. And the seventh one is one I'm very guilty of using quite often. And I use this because saying we are in agreement is very formal. And the buzzword is on the same page. To be on the same page is when you agree and you understand what is said or being done. I think we're on the same page here. And I will hear myself saying, just so we're on the same page, before we make any decisions today, I'd like to make sure that everyone is on the same page. And I'm sure you might have heard this one and maybe even use it yourself. I know I definitely do. The final one I'm sharing is one I personally don't use very often, but I have to share this because it could be a little bit confusing. And this buzz word or buzz phrase is put a pin in it. To put a pin in it. And it means to take a break from discussing a particular topic and come back to it later. If someone told me put a pin in it, it sounds very rude, personally. And it can have negative connotations, negative meaning. Because sometimes people use this as a way to sidestep a certain issue to avoid talking about something. Like, let's come back to that, but they never do. Kind of like an avoidance strategy. How about we just put a pin in it and come back to it another time? I have more to say, but I have to take this call. So let's put a pin in it for now. Someone might say it because they hope you forget about it and don't mention it again. You might hear people say, as well as put a pin in it, hold that thought, hold that idea, and we'll come back to it later. I personally don't like to use language that can be confusing or taken in the wrong way, if I can avoid it. 
I find it important to share your message and speak up in a way that is confident and clear. I'm all about clarity, but also finding a way that feels good and authentic for you. If it feels very natural to say, put a pin in it, then use that language. Sometimes we will use words like ping to be more direct and honestly, a little bit lazy. We have to be careful with the vocabulary and our language choices. If I had a conversation using a lot of technical jargon and you didn't understand that, then it doesn't build a good connection between us. You might feel very distant from me and not want to do business with me, or you might not want to be my friend. So I think that's one of the reasons why buzzwords and technical language are either loved or hated. So let me know, what is a buzzword that you hear that either annoys you, that you dislike, or you hear people use all the time and you need some clarification around it? I'm here to help you, guide you through your language learning journey and to build your communication skills in a way that feels good for you. If you haven't already, make sure to download this week's free guide and head to Instagram or LinkedIn to say hello. On Instagram, you can find me as Fluent Speakers and on LinkedIn as Gemma Keeling. I love hearing from you and guiding you. You've got this, my friend. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to The Design of Communication. If you have enjoyed today's episode and listening to The Design of Communication podcast, then please follow us on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts and share the link with a friend or colleague who will benefit. Any questions you might have, feel free to send them my way. I love hearing from you. Thank you so much. See you next week.